Proof in the Play Sports Network Podcast. Proof in the Play. <laughs> yeah. Proof in the Play. I shot you. I shot you. Hey, hey, you now rocking with Proof in the Play. What's going on, everybody? It's your main man, Proofing the Play, Proofing the Play Sports Network podcast. You know what it is, man. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Now, I got a coach here, a special coach of mine, one that uh, really uh, pulls my coattail all the time. Come on. Uh, With not just bad things, but good things. He's always trying to make sure I'm in the game, never on the bench. Uh, He's making a successful program. Uh, out at Cleveland High School. I've seen him his last four years there. You've been there four years, Four correct? years, correct, correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he is a Bulldog legend. Let's get that Come on. straight. Okay, a Bulldog legend. He did win a state championship. I think he uh, orchestrates what being a Bulldog really is. Come on, you know uh, what it is. But the one and only Jerry Petty. Hey, what's, what's going on, what's to the going show, on, man? man? I appreciate you. Thanks for having through. me. I appreciate it. Yes. Now we're gonna dive right into it because you know everybody doesn't know your kind of story, uh-huh. right? What made you fall in love with the game of basketball? Man, you know what? Uh, I was always an athlete. Um, I think I would go with Isaiah Thomas was the first person that I ever watched where I said, "Man, I want to be. I want to be like him." Um, but people that know me know me. Um, will tell you that uh, my first love is football. It always has been. Um, Ooh, C-A-Y-A days? C-A-Y-A days. I played at Garfield, um, but I used to get in a lot of trouble at Garfield, so uh, it, it made it hard for me to kind of continue that sport, and I just happened to pick up the basketball, and I was pretty good at it. Um, and, you know, I love the competition. And the first time I ever went to Garfield and seeing Dre Winston, I just fell in love from there, so, you know. Shout out to Dre Winston. The LeBron fan, but he's a legend as well. Uh, but what, what, what? Tell me a little something about this bulldog type of pride, because you know everybody that goes to Garfield don't have that type of bulldog pride. Where does that mentality come from? Man, everybody can't be a bulldog. Man, it is a mentality. Ooh, it comes from it comes from the CD. Really, if you grew up in the CD, you went to Garfield. You knew everything. You bled purple. Um, you know, I don't know too much about Franklin, but, you know, nobody's perfect. But then you went on the, over to Rainier Beach if you was in the South End. But, um, you know, if you was in the CD, you bled purple. Everybody knew that. You could see the Lavelle Browns playing, the Jerry Boston's, the Brian Boston's, Tony Harris's. All these guys were in the CD. So you just see them and watch them play. So um, there's something to be said about the old school. Um, I don't know too much about this new school, but the old school bulldog, you bled purple, you still bleed purple. I know cats that are older than me. Still bleeding purple, talking about bulldog, you know, bulldog nation. Oh, see, and that's that's a mentality we should get back to. These kids need to realize that they gotta have pride in what they do first before they can actually go out there. So I I, I met Jerry Petty, personally speaking, at Miller Middle School, Miller M- Miller Community Center, Mini Middle School. A lot of Mini. legends went through Mil- oh Miller, gosh. man. A lot, a lot of legends, lot man. Of I wish they still had that going on. I think it's a uh, uh, it's needed more yeah. recreation time. I think these kids really don't know the the the, <clears throat> the, the, the the have the fight to win to see another day to be that competitive edge. I think yeah. everybody's being friends you, with each other. You can you can almost say, man, that's our Rucker Park, man. Like if For you think real. about the legends, man, that the legends went through 
you know, they went through that uh, that gym, man. I'm talking all kind of legends off and through that gym, and I, I think that I was I was just privileged to know that after I got initiated, right? I knew what kind of tradition it was, and how much of some true ballers they were going into Miller. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's how I got introduced. He dunked on me, y'all. I, I, I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm not the only victim that got that, okay? So I'm not mad, okay? I played good D. You know, I just could. I mean, you know, he's D1 athlete, okay? MVP everything, 1998. I can't, I can't you know, I got an MVP in one conference, not the whole thing, though. <laughs> but, but, but when you finish your your uh college in nevada mm -hmm. what made you want to give back because first you started with rbs kings and then you got into really coaching high school basketball how did you get into that um i felt there was a need man um i know coming up through high school i was kind of pushed through high school you know they gave me like two gyms they gave me three gyms just to keep me on the court because i wasn't interested in education um and I didn't want to. I didn't want any kids to end up like me and have to, you know, climb their way out of a hole because I was in a deep hole um, before I got to Nevada and I had to turn my life around. So I wanted to be able to touch kids that uh, people had wrote off, you know, because we have a lot of athletes that people love and they talk about, and um, then there's a lot of athletes that are left behind and nobody cares about. So I'm that coach to say, all right, man, here's your opportunity. Let me show you this pathway and give you these resources, not only to play this game. But to be, uh, you know, to grow up and be successful as a man. So I, that's the real thing for me. Um, I don't really deal with the politics of the game. I deal more so with the person um, and the loyalty of, you know, not only me giving myself, but you giving yourself to me, and we can go on and um, and have a great partnership together. And and, and these kids, uh, you know, I seek success in these kids. There is no, um, there's no underlying plan for me. I don't get nothing out of this. Yes. I get a, I get a stipend that I give to my wife. I don't, I don't, you know, I, we we spend our own money doing this. You know, uh, the only promise I can I can give a kid is, hey, I can help you and I can show you and, and help you how to navigate this world and be successful. And that, and that that's the best thing is the best advice. I mean, sometimes you don't need a whole lot of playing time, but you do need that advice and that push to be successful because everybody's not going to be a basketball player. I can guarantee you that. Right. But you can be a better person, mm -hmm. you know, if you have the right people in your world. And your coach is really is a direct reflection of, of the culture they're setting on the basketball team. I don't want to give the coaches, they have to give all that responsibility because at the end of the day, they do have parents and things of that nature. But as a coach, you are you're forcing, you're, you're teaching them your culture and how to become a, a, a person that you would want to look up to. Mm -hmm. And so that way they're looking up to you guys as mentors, but they also know that you guys are cool enough for them to go and talk to you about anything. Mm -hmm. Something that some, you know, parents, they, they wouldn't understand some of these conversations that you're having with these athletes. Mm -hmm. um, I, I really think that, you know, I, I commend you a lot because you're trying to do it the best way possible, the right way. Mm -hmm. uh, you're not you're not trying to get a boatload of recruits or, or trying to recruit heavily out here. I think you, you're, you're doing it the right way with the, the players and the students that you have in your grasp. Yeah, and and don't get me wrong, I'm super competitive. Um, if you know me, you know that I want to win, but I want to win the right way. Um, you know, no shots to anybody. I mean, everybody to each his own. But me, I feel like kids that enroll in Cleveland deserve a shot. So, you know, I want to develop those kids, man, whether it be in basketball, whether it just be in life and, and helping them kind of 
you know, get a pathway to do some do some great things with their life, man. And I don't want to, them feeling like another man done gave up on. I think as as just character falls, these kids are learning. They're still learning how to become men. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that some 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 coaches have a lot of flaws. And you can see it in their players when when you're going in there. I think for you, you instill a sense of toughness mentally and physically that most people can't endure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but they learn. I, I, I can give you a prime example. Um, Jaleel and CJ. Mm -hmm. When they got in their freshman year, CJ was called soft CJ. Right. Um and he sometimes I think at times he took offense to it. He definitely did. <laughs> uh, but I think it was you telling him uh, and instilling that toughness <laughs> in him, uh, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of pushing his buttons to make him understand how great he on, really man. can be. If you think I didn't keep that big chocolate chip cookie on his shoulder, man, I mean, I kept, I kept at his in his ear, man. Just let him know, you know, the thing about CJ is. And what most people don't know, that's not close to him, CJ has like a 3-4, 3 CJ goes to school every day. He's a really good kid. So when you see him, it's like, man, you're such a great kid, but everybody's overlooking what you're doing, right? Even on the basketball court, if you never, if Michael Porter never stepped into Seattle, then you would know that CJ averaged 24 and 14 his junior year. Sure did. So Sure did. I, see, I was there. There's a guy by the name of Michael Porter who averaged 35, whatever. Nobody can figure out the code. And, you know, the history is, is the history. But that year, CJ made, what, second team, I think? I th yes, he made second, second team, team, which was uh, totally preposterous. Right. So, you know, and that's stuff that I always put in his ear. And um, CJ knows that I'm gonna I'm gonna be messing with him to the day I, I I'm out of here, you know, because I want him to stay hungry. And I always tell my kids the work is not done, even though you're averaging 24, 14, 25, 13, whatever he did his senior year, um, he's going to the Wazoo next year. And now you're starting from ground zero, so yep, the work is the work is all over right, again, and the work is never done. So, yes, and yes. I, I teach my kids that all the time. I, I tell them. You guys talking about, and all these kids, you know, I don't just, you know, work, I don't just rock with Cleveland kids. You know, there's Beach kids I done got into school. There's Franklin kids I done got into school. There's Garfield kids I try to get into school. But I tell them, how you guys talking D1 with an NAIA work ethic? It, it, they don't mix. It doesn't mix. I, 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 and I, I say it all the time. If you want something, you're going to have to go out there and get it. Right. Okay, people are going to be able to help you, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, it's up to you and your effort at, right. that, at that point in time. And I've seen CJ, and you was in his ear now, mm -hmm. okay? Most of the people he was trying to channel out because most of the people had, you know, <laughs> some people had hidden agendas, and then some people he just didn't understand mm -hmm. like that. But he, he grow a hunger that I'd never seen a kid do. You know, mm -hmm. he wasn't the, the best player in the state when he got into high school. Mm -hmm. But what he did do, and I, I and I, I have to contest to this, what he did do was he worked. Right. Uh, I seen him in morning times running up hills. He was always the first one in the gym. He was always running, trying to get better. I'm, you know, from the freshman year to where he's at right now, such a man now. You know what I mean? And I think it was part of you just giving it to him real, not giving yeah. it to him to, like he was already given something. Yeah, it's, it's mainly holding him accountable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Um, and the way we hold these kids accountable is not to give them a ride to that dude that's going to work them out that you got to pay three, $400 to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not to, you know, uh, uh, give them money to play video games and stuff like that. Nah, no, you, you have your own work ethic. When I came up, we rode the bus everywhere or we walked. And we was outside playing. We kept the basketball in our hands. There weren't no trainers. None. There wasn't no, no dudes asking for $500. I wish you would come over to me and ask, oh, let me train your son. Nah, man. He got to go in there and have to work himself. You know what I'm saying? And I can teach him a few things. But he has to go over and, and, and show the initiative to do his thing. And that's one thing that CJ always, always did. It was like, you know, there's, there's, there's people that I told face-to-face, don't take credit for what that kid's done because that kid did it himself. Now, he had a few, you know. He had some people that helped him. Along, but- along the way. But that was instilled, that, that's in him. So it got to come from his dad, his mom, whoever. But that's in him. That's in his soul. And CJ will never stop working. I don't believe so either. That's my shooter. Shout out to CJ, man. Wazoo got a hell of a player about to come out there. You know what I mean? And now, Coach Petty, you have a new era. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you started your first generation of kids. Mm-hmm. And they're all going, them seniors now, they're all going to college. Jarrell's going to Central Washington. CJ's going to Wazoo. I mean, what is the, to, 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 what's going to happen to this next year? You know, this next year, what is going to happen for you? Because this is a whole new era now, basically, for well, the Cleveland Eagles. Yeah, yeah. So we, we, we don't have that dominant force um, in CJ next year. But we got, you know, we got some young guys that are, that are pretty hungry. Um, and in, in a guy like Rayshon Harris, who's been waiting his turn, Yes, he um, has. Yes, that, he has. That boy can fill it up. Yes, he, he can. He can fill it up, and he can actually play. Um, got a point guard in, in Anthony Robinson that can go. You know what I'm saying? Um, got a big guy in Shahid that, that's not scared of anybody. He's still raw, but he's not scared of anybody. He's a rim protector. So, And we got some other pieces. You know, I don't always let everything out the bag. You know, but Definitely not. Um, one thing you're going to know about my team, man, is, is we're going to compete. All right? So – we don't play the moral victory. You know how I am. You know I'll call you whatever time, 2 in the morning, 12. Yes. <laughs> you know, I don't play the moral victory. Not we're at going, all. We're going out there to actually win every game. We're actually – and a lot of times in the fourth quarter, we're in the game. You know, and that's that's where I'm always at. And, you know, you know I'm going to tell you like this, like I always tell you, ain't nothing new to this. January 15th. <laughs> January 15th. You and I are going to have a discussion about my team, but right now I really like them. Um, the future's bright. Matter of fact, uh, I got uh, Little Skip. Uh, that boy got some dog in him, too. And Let he's, me tell you, boy. boy got some dog he in got him. Some- I- yeah. uh, and shout out to Skip, man. He's really working this kid. He's working him a lot. But, mm-hmm. but what I will say is Little Skip has it itself. He mm-hmm. wants to be great. Right. You can see it in his body, mm-hmm. in his body. He don't talk too much. No. Nah. All he wants to do is be great. Mm-hmm. And you can see it in him. He's not scared of no one. I ain't seen him be scared of no He's one. playing varsity summer league in the eighth grade with us right now. Okay. And, and, and I had to and I had to tell him, hey man, calm it down. Let me I'm gonna teach you how to I'm gonna teach you how to channel that energy yeah. because he was ready to get at somebody and I was like, Okay. I love that though. And you don't see a lot of that no, because you don't. Everybody's bros these days. That's that LeBron era. Yes. Everybody's bros. Everybody's friends. You yeah. know. So my team, I try to teach them a little bit, a little bit different. So you know, 
you know, when you play us, um, you get a different experience. So we we try to get away from that bro code stuff, at least for the 32 minutes we're on the court. Yes. It's hard to change that that culture because, you know, it's a different day. It's a different time. So yeah. as a coach, you have to adapt to that. I don't have to like it, but I got to adapt to I'll it. I'll tell and, you what, you don't adapt too much. Now, listen, if you want to be friends with them, you can come sit down on this bench and clap for them is right. what you usually say. I'll, yeah, you, okay? well, you know. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, that's all I'm saying. And, and Coach, I want to I personally thank you. Mm. Uh you are one coach that calls me on a regular just to, to, to hear my ideas on things and bump ideas off of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always are talking basketball, but it's a bigger purpose than that. Or uh, just to ask you what the hell is going on. Yes, it is just to <laughs> ask you. Well, you know, I get the information. You get all the, the information. Most yeah. of the time I don't project it to everybody, but I do get the information. I give the best answer I can, but I really respect you for you respecting me as me covering these kids mm-hmm. and me really loving the game like that. Uh, okay. I mean, I, I can tell you numerous of times he called me and said, hold up, I need to know why, what is going on here right. and why is it this? And he's always told me, even when I call him and I say, yo, man, hey, man, what's going on with you? Hey, something's <laughs> going on with your team here, man. You, you got a big head case over there. And he says, man, it ain't the 15th yet. It ain't the fifteenth. I need time to work, man. And and and, and he's true. I need time to work. He he he's. I mean, I swear, I seen it in these four years you've been coaching. Mm-hmm. I I think the brakes was falling all the way off. Right. I thought those brakes was off. Mm-hmm. Okay. And here come January fifteenth. Here they come rumbling on in. Come rumbling on in. Yeah. And now they're right there in the contention. And they always they always mimic your you. Right. Is which. Not you know, that build dog mentality, yeah. but I'm not finna just let you have anything of mine. Right. Nah, you, you you're absolutely right, man. My my team, you know, you know, your team follows your coaches, and I have a great coaching staff. Um, yes, you do. And I give them all the credit because you know when I'm out of town or doing something, I can trust that their my kids are in good hands. Um, anytime I leave, you know, um, and Coach Sturge, Michael Thompson, Jerry Lawson, shout out to those guys, Tim Goodman. Uh, TJ, man, um, these guys got my back, man, and, and we're on a coach's strand, and we're trying to figure out how to make our team better uh, every day, how we make these kids better every day. And um, one thing we were, you know, we always talk about is we pride ourselves. We got a, you know, I would say 98% graduation rate. Um, we've sent basically all our kids to college. All um, of them, yes. Um, whether it be basketball or whether it just be, you know, just general going to college and, and getting your education, um, we pride ourselves on that, man, because that, that really feels good that we're raising young men um, at Cleveland, man. So, you know, shouts out to all my all my former players, man. If y'all listening, man, I love y'all, man. Keep keep grinding, baby. You know how we get it. Yeah, Bolton just – he signed to a uh, – Northern Arizona. Yeah, man, he's doing his thing, but man. But I just signed. Fahad just signed. I got him over at Skagit Valley. Mubarak's at Skagit Valley. I just oh. talked to uh, the head, uh, the the coach there at Skagit Valley. Mm-hmm. He told me about Mubarak, but he didn't tell me about. Uh, he got Fahad. He got Fahad too. Mm. Now, I, what I do like about Skagit Valley is that Fahad and Mubarak can get away from the city totally mm-hmm. and only focus on what they need to focus on, which is playing basketball and becoming a better person growing as a man but now you can develop your game a lot more now you ain't gonna have a whole lot of distractions mm-hmm. unless you make distractions for yourself yeah and we do you know with those guys i mean it's four years deep now so now 
um, I'm beginning to do goal setting with my guys. Nice. Um, from from freshman year, let's do some goal setting and let's see where you want to be. Yeah. Instead of them, you know, just saying, "Oh, I want to do X, Y, and Z." Let's write it down on paper. Let's put it on a mirror in your house. Let's put it in your portfolio in my office, and let's make sure you reach your goals. And when you're slipping up, we can look back at your goals and say, "Hey, man, you're not you're not doing what you said you was gonna do." So I can hold you accountable. So you know, a lot of the kids that come from Seattle, you know, the culture. Everybody says D one. Yes, that's everybody's it. going Division one basketball, and I'm like, uh, no. There ain't not, that many scholarships around here. And that's not that's not the way it works. You no, know what I'm saying? definitely not. So if you set yourself up, now you can go D1 if you set yourself up academically. Yes. So if you set yourself up that Fred way. Shout out to Fred Brown third. There okay. it is. Shout, yeah, big shout out to Fred. Hey, you're doing big things, man. Good job, Dad. Uh, and and, and all, the, uh, all the dads out there, man, Get big shout out to all the dads out there. I know it's Father's Day, so um, – you guys keep doing your thing, man. It's, it's it's our job to make sure that we raise these young kings, man, So and queens. So just keep doing your job, man. Definitely keep doing your job. Now, now I, I done got digged in deep with them. You know, we, I talked about the bulldog pride. I uh, talked about, here we go. So you know, the coaching, you know, and what he got into coaching. Now, we're going to go into this here. We got to respect the next tournament. Okay. First one. June 29th. This is the first respected Nets tournament. We got 12 play, 12 teams. 12 teams. I don't know who the teams are right now. Please tell me some of the teams so I can at least get somewhat excited. All right. All right. All right. We got some, we got some hitters, man. I mean, it's only 12. First one. Shout out to all 12 that's uh, – that came out and supported the Respect the Nest, the RTN first yes. annual. I appreciate y'all. Um, but yeah, man, we got Team Swift, Team Switch with Doodoo over there okay, doing his thing. Miss Doodoo Brown, appreciate you. Doodoo Brown. Uh, yeah. Hey, I still gotta get him on the show, man. Big shouts out to you and Team Switch, though. <laughs> and we got the Lindbergh, we got Bremerton, Nathan Hale, Renton, we got some Mammoth, Garfield. Now here goes the heavy hitters. We got Garfield, Eastside Catholic, Rainer Beach, Cleveland, and we got Jefferson up here from Portland. And uh big uh big shout out to Craig Jackson who put this idea in my head. We got Franklin, so uh, yeah, we got we got some hitters, man. Y'all need to come out and support July uh, June 29th through July 1st. Okay, June 29th through July 1st at Cleveland High School. Respect the Nest tournament. We got Jefferson from Portland, Oregon. We got Rainier Beach, Eastside Catholic, and Garfield in the building with Franklin. Now Franklin and Cleveland, I must say, you know, you guys gotta. You know, not a revamp, but you guys got a new looking team. Right, right. Uh, and I think that I, I, I really want to see what's going to be projected for the future because mm -hmm. you guys are going to be working with a lot of young talent. So mm -hmm. uh, I, I really commend you for doing that. Uh, one last question. Yes, sir. Before we get out of here, who did you look up to when you started playing sports? Now, who in the town? Not just. <clears throat> you know, on TV, but who you seen in person that really struck an eye with you that wanted that made you want to play this game this bad? Uh the the first person I fell in love with was my brother. He, he was a dog. He put he man, he put a pit in me. Like he put a fire in me that that nobody could ever put out. So big shout out to Will Petty man. The guys that know him know him man. They know they know his heart. Um I love my brother dearly. Um next person 
was uh Dre Winston. Ooh, the, shout the, out the, to the general. Dre. The general, man. I, I seen I seen a general get a 10 second count on two people, man, by itself. By itself? And then salute the crowd. Yeah, at state. Yeah. So and I also seen him dunk on Big Mac. So I was like, man, I'm gonna be doing, I'm gonna be dunking on people one day. And the way he the, the way he played his defense and the way he took pride in his defense and the way he ran the team at Garfield, you know, I said, man, I'm I'm about to be wearing number twenty-four. Um and then Vail Brown came. Oh, <laughs> and that then Vail Brown came, and once Vail came, I took number twenty four off and put on number twenty five. One stating that you know what I'm saying, um, you know, and, and you know Vail knows how I feel about him, man. And uh, Vail, if you don't stop talking about other players, man, like you ain't no legend, man. We gonna we gonna we know we don't have this talk, man. You are a legend, bro. All these other guys need to be talking about you and learning who you are, or uh, who you were, cause yeah. uh, man. Okay, he's a legend. Shout out to the legend, Lavelle Brown. I got to get him on the show too, man. Hey, but you know one thing that I, I will say about Lavelle. Lavelle talks about all the other people and how great the other people are. But man, Lavelle, you was just as good. Yeah, if not better than a lot of these kids he be talking about. I'm like, man, come on, man. You giving these guys a little? Let, come on, let them, let them, let them get a little bit more season before we crowning people around here. Because there's so many, man. Proof. There's so many players. That were so good, Leonard Jones. Like people don't even know he was dunking from the free throw line in games in high school. They see him now, and they're, they, you know they don't even have the history. So all you they kids, see him now, they just see him. They right. don't. They don't know his resume. Right. You, you know, know. I think Leonard Jones used to come down here too. You know how I many people say how how bad Leonard used to dunk on people. Come on. Oh my goodness. What about spoons, Javon Green? Come Ooh. on, man. Hey, Javon yeah. beat Garfield by himself, didn't come he? Come on. Yep. Okay, now listen. This is your main man proving the play. This is my last thoughts right now is make sure you have pride in what you do. Mm -hmm. Trust me, because if you don't, nobody will believe that you do it well. So have pride in what you do first and then show maximum effort in that pride you're showing. Till next time, man. It's your main man proving the play. Proving the play Sports Network Podcast. I shot ya. <laughs> I've been lining up these bars all day. I've been shining like a star all day. Like a star all day. Listen up, cause I got something to say. A lot of game, but I ain't come here to play. Nah, I ain't come here to play. Yeah, you know who it is, it's the regulator. Separate the fake from the real, I'm the segregator. They say I'm on my high horse, looks like I'm levitating. But I've been getting high off life, heavy medicated. I've been trying to travel the world while I handle beers. Hoping that y'all getting the picture through this camera lens. I know y'all wanna see me fall like I'm clumsy or something. When all I'm trying to do is ball like I'm muzzy or something.